Hello, welcome to the Read Pod. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please subscribe to us via iTunes and you can check us out at thereadpod.com. Thanks for listening. Hello, Subs. Wow. Mr. Marky Mark, how are you, mate? Oh, I'm all right. I'm yeah. all right. Yeah? Oh, you sound good. Yeah, um, well, I'd like to be sounding a lot better because as I've been told, the uh, the sound quality yes. of my sound on this read pod has been bad. Yeah, yeah, that's, well, we're, that's something we're going to work on though, isn't it? There's been a litany of reasons, but I just was getting so frustrated with one of the reasons. Um, basically, you, yeah. basically, I do it with Apple. I, I have done a few episodes with just the Apple headphones. Yes. And the mic. And my dog, my young puppy, who is six months old, Maisie, has eaten like five sets of those headphones. Right. So that's not good. That's not ideal. No. And then I was Are you feeding home. it? Are you feeding it food? I'm feeding her food, mate. She just okay. eats and <laughs> eats. Like, <laughs> okay, cool. She'll eat anything in sight, basically. Um, including headphones, yeah, right. Including headphones. And um, then I went home and I was driving home and I was like stopped at, I reckon, five different service stations to get Apple headphones and not one had the new Apple fucking headphones. Of course, of course. So what did you Jeez. do? <laughs> So, what are you so using now, we're, yeah. now we're just on the Bluetooth in my car, which I think I don't know how good that sound is. Well, but yeah, yeah, we'll we'll see. I guess the listeners can let us know. They can yeah. send us um send us your feedback on the sound quality at uh, thereadpod at gmail dot com. Yeah, it sounds good. So, what else been happening other than uh, your dog eating your headphones? Just trying to stay out of trouble before your Bucks party, really. I know, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I wondered if that was going to come up, the, the Bucks party. Yeah, I actually had a, a very quiet weekend, um, the one just gone, in preparation for, for what's to come. Exactly. I mean, my Which I have no idea, are, yeah. Well, my girls are all overseas at the moment too, so it's kind of hard to keep a lid on it. Uh, yes, I. yeah, I can relate to that. Well, sort of. I sort of don't keep a lid on it anyway, but I hear you. <laughs> so, yeah, no. So I'm just trying to take it easy until uh, we catch up on Friday and start the the Bucks party <sighs> shenanigans. It is, yeah. It's been pretty exciting and nervous, I must say, the lead up with your your bloody messages coming through and whatnot. <laughs> it's, I think we've been pretty easy on you. And yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, you have. And But that in itself is almost worrying, like, you you came with a few you came with like you know a few quick fire messages and then just silence and the silence almost made me more nervous. I know it's actually going to be it's going to be an enjoyable bucks party. Put it that way. I think well, it'll be. Um, yeah. I think like everyone will have fun. Like yeah. you know, no no matter who's going along, there's something for everyone and uh, no, nothing nothing too crazy. Of course, of course. But detox starts next week. Yeah, yeah, I think I, <laughs> I hear you, I hear you. I could be on board with that. Um, yeah. But what a good one to uh, go out on before a detox, eh? Oh, fully, mate. Yeah, it's going to be good times. What about yourself? What's been happening? 
Um, what's been happening? Just working away. The obviously the wedding planning now is getting getting towards the pointy end of things. Yeah. So yeah, just finalizing stuff like that. Um, that's pretty much been keeping me pretty busy. Been in the studio last night with um with the twins at the Avery in Melbourne. Um, I don't know if I showed you those tunes. I've got to show you those tunes that under that group Brad Paradise. Yeah, I loved that. I was yeah, really feeling yeah. it. So um, we're, we're just doing a bit more on that. Um, other than that, yeah, just looking forward to the weekend, really. So Nice. I guess there'll be a bit of tunes going on on, on the weekend. It'll be a sort of... For sure. Hopefully we've got access to some sort of music setup, which I think we will. I'm sure Dave's got something planned, but... Um, yeah, yeah. I like how you still... Yeah, I know nothing. I, I, we could be... Oh, yeah. I don't I don't know how much to say. But, yeah, I don't know. But we were going to do yeah. a pod on Eminem. Yeah. Well, why not? We can have... Uh, we can have a... Have you had a listen? I've had a brief, brief, brief listen. So I'm going to premise my review of this new album saying my views could change rapidly. Yep, yep. Okay, probably mine too. I've got through about probably half, three quarters of the album. Yeah. Yeah. No, you go first. What, what are you feeling? So, so were you into Eminem's old stuff? Were you into like his... Were you like a big Eminem fan? Because I don't feel like you were really. I wasn't I, a I huge, know. like a massive tragic, but I always like respected it. And like there's many moments, many nights spent in cars listening to it. Definitely. Um, yeah, with, with various friends. So, yeah. but I, the thing was, I always respected him massively for his rhymes. And um, yeah, he's, he's obviously one of the goats, surely. I definitely respect his rhymes. Um his lyrical content back in the day was fucking dark. It was... It was, yeah, dark in a... It's hard to describe, eh? Like... Almost um, fucked. Almost like... But it was dark but also fun in the, like, cartoony... And he had, you know, weird pop culture, funny references, but then there'd be super dark lines and... So I reckon he had a bit of... You know, he had both going on. He did have it both going on, but, like... Some of the songs, like you'd look back on, like Stan and stuff like that, and like yeah. talking about killing your yeah. ex-wife and so the mother of your child. And there was always, it was always underpinned with a, a darkness, that's for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, and so that that sort of grading angst, I find it it's hard to listen to in large doses these days. Yep. Yeah, I hear. And. So, on this new album, especially with the title track, which uh, Kamikaze, I just was not feeling that at all. It's not one of the better tracks that I listened to on it, I reckon. Um, no. Yeah, I just started from the start of it. What, what's the single, do we know? Or? Um, I think the single is the one with Royce to 5'9", the, oh. the rapper on J. Cole's oh, yeah. label. And that's the one, that's the song that he goes at um, MGK on, Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah, and I was going to talk to you about that because, like, the crazy thing is, is I feel like um, if you, saying you're an MGK fan is a bit like when you say you're a Drake fan, you sort of wait for people to rip you down. The, the backlash, yeah. 
a little bit because I do really like MGK. And well, I've never fully tuned in um, to his songs and music pretty much until now. And I went and uh, listened to the response track. Have you listened to the full thing? Yeah, it's fucking unbelievable. It's fucking awesome, man. He's it's, very good. Yeah. It's funny. Me and your brother, uh, Tani, yeah. were actually listening to MGK the other night and one of his, one of my favourite uh, rap songs of his is um, Sale. Have you heard that? I don't know. I don't think so, no. It's an old, it's an old... Um, it's an old MGK song, which yeah. you know, back in the MGK catalog. But um, clearly, like MGK and rap, all white rappers owe a huge debt to Eminem. Massively, absolutely, and Vanilla Ice. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, and de- Vanilla de- Ice, de- that's, definitely. That's true. But I mean, they couldn't even be taken slightly seriously without. No, Eminem. you're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah, agreed. So. Um, and he's uh, by all accounts he's actually one of um, MGK's idols and probably for that very reason so it was I heard you know he's a bit um, bit you know not I don't know about sad but he's a bit devoted that M came at him for some reason you know for whatever reason oh, I'm for those sure reasons he would yeah. I'm, I'm sure he would be I think yeah it's crazy though like um and Eminem being like 46 years. How old is Eminem? He said 46. MGK. He did in the rhyme, yeah. He can't be 46, can he? That's what I was thinking. I actually don't know. Maybe, yeah, I'll look into it. Yeah. Yeah. So anyone that wants to check out the um, MGK reply, it's on Worldstar, I'm pretty sure. Yes, definitely worth a look. Um, but... Yeah, did you, me personally, and what I heard, and I'm just going, oh, he's 45. Holy shit, Eminem is yeah. 45. Yeah. yeah. Snoop is 46, and he's looking every bit of 46. Yeah, I didn't realise, I thought that'd be, I thought Em would be younger than Snoop for sure. Well, there you go, though. Jay-Z like, is 48. Good on him. He still looks the same. He still looks exactly the same. That's that um, Illuminati moisturizer. Totally. Yeah. Special yeah. microderm. Yeah, for Luke. Um, so, know. me, I didn't love it. I mean, I've been listening to heaps of rap of late with really, like, melodic hooks and the flows are different to what Eminem does, where... Like as far as more hooky as far as opposed yeah. to him because he just he just goes for it pretty much, eh? He um, just goes all, for all it. The song, which I yes, sorry, you continue. Yeah, I just feel like he attacks it the whole time. It's sort of like listening to a Slayer album or something like that, where you've got to be in the exact right mood to listen to Eminem at times. You've got to be into tap solos. Yeah, I, that's a, actually a really good analogy. Yeah. Yeah. And and otherwise, it's not something that you just put on when you're just cruising down to the shop or something and you're just casually getting going. It's, okay, I'm about to listen to Eminem. Um, it's going to take me somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I, my impression was like, I don't know what it about. I was just totally floored and impressed by some of the, the um, rhymes on it as far as the speed and the the phonetics and the accuracy of some of the 
cramming the words in. I was just blown away at points. So, I mean, I, I was sort of, I was into the first few songs, to be honest. And then by about mid-album, yeah, I was like, okay, this has been pretty dark most of the time and grating in a way. Yeah. So maybe that's what you you might be referring to as well. But there's definite moments in there where he's just he just goes in so hard on as as far as his uh, his craft and his you know what I mean. Like as far oh. as a, a rapper and a rhymer, there's some stuff in there that is so genius. Definitely, mate. And it's and there's no questioning that. And that's the whole thing. He's like he's proved his his worth and he's proved his value in the rap game. Um, but he's up but, against something different, isn't he? It's like, he's more up against a generational thing, I reckon. Like, does that make sense? Like a cultural thing almost. Like the culture's totally, moved on a bit, bit far totally from to mate. sort of dabble anymore, properly. Well, but. well, I was thinking about that actually. I was thinking like, you know how Snoop releases albums now and they're just sort of flops. Yeah. Uh, Dre's Compton album even, even though I, I thought that was... I was a big was, fan, in, yeah. I was a huge fan too. of that. Yeah. Um, that just flopped. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're in a bit of an era where time sort of passed them by a little bit. I, I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. I know what you mean because Compton should have done more for me as well, sort of as far as recognition, I loved that album. Um, but I know, I think it's a similar, yeah, as you say, it's a similar thing they're up against. Um, yeah. What do you do? Oh, they, they got to keep at it, though. Got to keep. Oh, they're obviously going to keep at it, but I just think, yeah, it's probably not, um, I, I don't think know. I think it's probably, I mean, for an, an older audience, let's, let's exactly. it's tell it like it is, for- yeah. It's rap for an older audience, definitely. Yeah. That's yeah. exactly what it is. So that might so, be, yeah. So yeah. So overall, I think it, I think it's good, but what do um, we give it? What do we give it out of ten? On one listen, yeah. And not even all the not all the songs. On a half listen, yeah. <laughs> on a half listen, I give it a. Um. Well, what's a ten? Ten's the best. No, I know, but what album would be a ten? Oh, <laughs> um, ill communication, something like that. Yeah. yeah, so it'd be like a five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with that five. And five's five. good. Yeah, five's I know. Good. We've actually been, we've been nice. Uh, it's good. Yeah. It's got. It's like I said. I enjoy those rapid fire. It almost gets like pun in in sections like that fast. But um, yeah. So good on your M, but you only get a five from the read pod. You only get a five. Um, <laughs> I heard you. But um, we love you. Um, shit, yeah, we we're do. not shitting on you. You're not. Um, we're and not calling you... bull. We're not calling bullshit on him. No, we're, no, no. It's certainly not at this stage. Although, are we going to do calling bullshit later, or should we do it now quickly? Who are we calling it on? I've got one, man. Oh yes, I love we've it. We've got to do it. We've got to do it. Calling bullshit. Calling uh, bullshit. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, I'm calling bullshit on ScoMo trying to look like the average, the average Australian with his caps on and constantly saying fair dinkum. I'm putting okay. it out there, mate. I'm putting it out there. It's okay. so transparent and it's sickening. 
the way he's trying to do it. And the, can you yeah. can you um, can you enlighten me because I've not been watching any ScoMo at all. We're talking about Scott Morrison, the, the new, new Prime PM, Minister yeah. of Australia. He basically they had a mutiny in Australian politics, and he just voted out. They voted out the old Prime Minister through bitchiness, and then he became um, uh, PM. Yeah. PM. There's actually a great bitchiness is true. There's a great skit somewhere on the net where they've basically summed it up with a high school, you know, leadership challenge between two girls. And it's, um, yeah, it's really well done. But, yeah, he's basically just the man who was so, obviously his policies against when he's with Abbott were so disgusting, in my opinion. And, um, yeah, he's now just trying to wear, haven't you seen the one where he's wearing like a Hurley cap and he's wearing a footy jersey and he's just been down the park doing touch footy with the lads? No, I haven't. Oh, and that just man. make me sick. It makes my skin crawl. I just hope no one's fooled by it. I mean... So, but, they, but they won't be because we've just called bullshit on it. So We call bullshit on it. And mm-hmm. do you think he's another place sitter as we sort of... Um, Alluded We've to in an earlier alluded, pod. Yeah, do you think he's another place sit up? Because he's yeah. just shit. Yeah, yeah. As far yeah, we did talk about that. As far as someone else must be the true like candidate somewhere down the track. Like this guy's just fodder, cannon fodder, he's just to fill in time. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so he get, he gets called calling bullshit. Do you, do you need to call anyone out while while we're at it? Mate, usually I've got just endless call bullshit. <laughs> usually I just walk around the street just calling bullshit on bullshit, this, calling yeah. bullshit on that. Yeah. Um, definitely re-up on my Apple calling bullshit with the whole situation with my um, headphones this afternoon. And, and that not they're not dog-proof. Yeah, and they're not dog-proof. And yeah, I've cool. got 20 sets that fit my old iPhone and not one that's gonna that my dog hasn't eaten for the current one. So... <laughs> Apple, you're straight up still calling bullshit. Um, no, I don't. But I definitely don't want to. I definitely talking about calling bullshit on companies. It's sort of like a bit of a segue into talking about the Colin Kaepernick um, situation and Massive. Nike apparently having paid him. Uh, they've just come out. Apparently, reports just come out. They've paid him this whole time. Um, like kept, kept him, him on the on. books, yeah. Yeah, kept him on the books, like, for, and he'd be getting big money. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, this is a huge thing. Man, it's monumental as far as yeah, not getting behind them. It. Yeah. I don't know. It. The concept of like, it almost seemed to me that it was, in a some way. I know there are corporations still, but it was in one way good. Finally, won over evil. Does that make sense? Like it, it does. But have you heard of the hashtag boycott Nike? And uh, yeah, it's um, absolutely absurd. And people say on the flag now. We got to we got to wind we got to wind it back as to why Colin Kaepernick originally kneeled. Yeah, let's go on. It was nothing to do with veterans. He loves veterans. It was nothing to do with the flag, it was nothing to do with disrespecting the country. No. It was because black people were continually getting shot by police. Yeah, the continual discrimination and nothing, against And a continual discrimination yeah. against African Americans. 
that's as simple and as as basic as his protest was. So, and in democracy, yeah. if you cannot protest and if you cannot voice your opinion in that sort of way, what sort of country are you living in? It undermines the very thing that the people that don't like it allegedly believe in. Exactly. You know, that's how absurd um, it is. Exactly. And everything he's done from that point, and, and the NFL have got a lot to answer for because there is obviously oh, rumours that the NFL have boycotted him, the owners of the NFL. So Basically blacklisted him, yeah. So when he was playing for the 49ers, he was a leading quarterback. He went to the Super Bowl and they just lost. Yeah. Um, he was a really good quarterback, coached really well. But since then, basically since his contract came up and since he started doing the kneeling and everything else, he's been blacklisted. Yeah. There are court there there's there's more than thirty quarterbacks that are on teams that are worse than him. Well I heard yeah, I heard and then they have three per team. So there's like really ninety quarterbacks per team and they're trying to say that he's not one of the best ninety quarterbacks in the league. It's just exactly. obvious. Yeah. And I mean the problem is with the NFL is there's so many issues with it. They've got the concussion issue. They've got all these yep. issues. Very good point. But the players can't strike, really. They can't strike. Why is that? Be- well, because all of their contracts are non-guaranteed. Okay. So unlike so unlike the NBA, like majority of their contracts are non-guaranteed. So like in the NBA, you sign a $100 million deal for five years. If you get hurt, whatever happens, you got a hundred million bucks. Yeah, whereas okay, yeah, these guys have got in the NFL. Yeah. They sign a contract for five years, and they say if you get hurt or if something happens, they can cut you at any time. Wow! So, so there's no security as a player in the NFL. That to me even speaks to more reason why they need to strike and organize. There's probably there's got to be a players' union, surely. There is a players' union, but the NFL's players' union is perceived to be the weakest players' union in all of professional It must sport. be, yeah. And for whatever, obviously, probably corrupt reasons. But, yeah, because that's ridiculous. Exactly. So you've got all these owners of all these teams. You've got the, all these people going to these games and still supporting the NFL despite them blacklisting him. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean it's it's bullshit, mate. It's bullshit. the 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 thing is, though, how do you feel about us having even a point of view on how they view their own anthem? Well, it's I don't know if it's a, a point of view, is it? It's like fact, but it's not related to the anthem. What it, his protest? But that's what it that's what it stems from, right? Like kneeling. During the anthem, right? So that's that's what the outrage is: is, is that, that he's disrespecting the flag because he's not standing up with his hand on his heart during the anthem. Yeah, okay? yeah. Now you've got to realise a heap of people have done silent and other pro- protests in the past um, against the anthem uh, during the anthem, yeah. and things like that. I've heard about that. Yeah. So I mean, it's not—it's not the first. He's not the first, but he's the most outspoken. Um, I just—it's just so wrong. I, just, I think, yeah. Sorry. 
Yeah, it's so wrong, but it's such a leap of faith for such a huge company like Nike to just say, you know what? We're picking a side. Yeah, man. I reckon this is why I reckon so much that it's a, a win for good versus evil in a way, in, in, even though they're a corporation, is because Nike's like financial team and marketing team and the whole freaking team, right, who are behind Nike, will have yeah. analysed and projected, yeah, projected the ramifications of either decision, either way they would go. And they've come yes. to the conclusion that the side of good will actually be financially more beneficial moving forward. So that to Which me... Which is amazing. Yeah, dude. So for That's once, beautiful. they've seen the, the light almost that, oh, no, we don't actually have to cowtail to the rednecks and the racists of the country. It, it's a big, it's a big win, man. I reckon. I agree, mate. When when I saw it, I thought it's big huge. Moves, I thought it was a yeah. huge risk for a company that didn't need to take a risk. Well, they. But then, yeah. but then I thought, um, yeah, I just thought it was a huge risk, massive um, risk, and it and it shows because I read earlier today. I, Allegedly, six billion had been wiped from their share price or something. Oh wow! But that also speaks to what we just said before—that they've probably predicted that, and that the long-term benefits of going down the path of good will outweigh the losses. You know, so yeah, and yeah, I mean, that's a big I, hit. <laughs> I guess the culture that they want supporting their company as well. Exactly. Like maybe they've looked at it like this is the culture that um, supports Kaepernick. A hundred percent. They're progressives mostly. I think um, I read that somewhere today. Yeah, they're not. They're not eighty-year-old. You know, Republican voters. Yeah. For instance. So yeah, they've they've backed the uh, right horse here, and obviously. You have to take it with a pinch of salt because they're a corporation and at the end of the day they want to make money. But fortunately this time they make it on the side of good. Exactly. It's um, all of the news articles you read like uh, in the US are just absolutely shitting on Kaepernick though. Uh, yeah, yeah, right on. As you would be expected surely, as they have the whole time, let's be honest. Yeah, Um yeah, it's interest. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. I think one commentator said. One commentator said, "Kneeling during the national anthem is unacceptable. The soldiers that died to maintain his rights deserve his respect." That's bullshit. All, all so of that rhetoric is bullshit. That, oh, exactly. Yeah. So it's just saying you're you're shitting on the soldiers, which he's never said. No, but that's and, their and, strategy, isn't it? To associate it and, with that immediately, so. It, yeah. Well, I mean, just picking one, you know, just saying that's a symbol like your national flag only relates to the soldiers. Yeah, it's fucking disgusting. You can't do that. Fl yeah. A flag of a country relates to the people within it. It relates to the multiculturalism. The yeah, you know, the diversity of the country, the the history, like every. It, not just you don't just can't just cherry pick fucking what you want and then just say it's offending that particular and use it for your agenda exactly. It's not how it works. <laughs> yeah, uh, bloody terrible. But I think that because it the obviously the size of Nike 
that's possibly the only thing that may change that the NFL's sort of direction on this. Do you know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, advertising dollars rule everything in sport. And Knights got to be one of the biggest, obviously one of the biggest players. So Definitely, mate. But in saying that, the NFL is a beast. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if the NFL as a business is bigger, but the businesses that make up, like the owners of the NFL that make up the NFL. The conglomerate of owners, big, yeah. Yeah, are bigger than Knights. So you've got Robert Kraft, okay? You've got freaking... Um, I can't list them all because I can't remember oh, okay, them all. But you've okay. got some <laughs> some people that are billionaires with so much money. Um, but that's going to hurt hurt them either way. Like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? They, yeah. they obviously love money and that's going to hurt them. Yeah. You, you, hope it's, you hope it sends a message to the league. I mean, are some players that, you know, this would be funny, but some of the players that disagree with Kaepernick that are sponsored by Nike, that are getting tens of millions of dollars from Nike, are they going to stop wearing their Nikes? Well, no. Well, time, no time will tell. Way. I don't know. Yeah, they're not going to, I guess, jeopardize their Spono deal. <laughs> no, they're going to keep their money and they're going to they're going to put that money in their pocket and keep wearing Nikes no matter what they say. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. They also care about this and they don't care about where the Nikes are made or... Yeah, um, I know. Yeah, there's... The argument can Do you know what I mean? Yeah, certainly. So... No one's one's saying Nikes, yeah, the the knight in shining armour as such, I reckon, but... No, but in in this instance, um, I I, I definitely agree with them. I think they've done a great job. Yeah. All right, so that's... um, we'd need a segment that's opposite to calling bullshit. And if, it, if we did have yeah. one, Nike would be the subject of it this week. What about celebrate it? All right. Well, as in call it celebrate it. Yeah, just celebrate it. I love celebrating stuff. Yeah, all right. All right. We'll go with that. All right. So this week on the Read Pod, we're just going to celebrate it with Nike. Wow. They didn't exactly. even pay us for that to all they our didn't. millions of listeners. But we will accept some of your new, those Earl self-lacing shoes that you've produced. Yes, I'm a size 11. And I'm a size 11 too. Yeah. Please just ship them out to us. We will take whatever Nikes you want to send us. Yes. Um, And we'll be stoked with that. Yes. And we'll, um, and if just if Adidas is listening, you know, we like your shoes too. So send them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Easy, send us some stuff. Um, hey, have you heard from our from the Reed Pods Japanese correspondent in lieu of massive storm? Wow, so funny you should say. I've been in meetings all day and I haven't um, taken his text too seriously. Yeah. So he's been he's been sending he's, me. He's text. Like, please send help. <laughs> yeah, basically. Right. He's, he's been sending me video footage and. Oh my God, Japan! Our thoughts are with you. Yeah, um, oh yeah. This is our, um, the Japanese correspondent Bennett. For those, Bennett, for yeah. those who don't know, yeah, yeah, he's over there in the thick of it, um, thinking of all of our Japanese fans, especially as well. Yeah, and all of everyone over there. I mean, it's it sounds like it's just this 
this time of the year, typhoons. Yeah, I said I read somewhere it was the biggest uh, bloody storm in twenty five years. Yeah, that's scary. It is, eh? Hey? That's, that's absolutely scary. I hope no one gets seriously hurt. Yeah, yeah. I guess with those sort of things, you just just hope for the best. Yeah. Hope for the best, mate. But um, yeah. So was that it? Was that pretty much it? What we had on this pod? Yeah. It was a delayed pod, this one, really, wasn't it? It, it was a bit. I mean, we've got a lot going on with the, the lead-up to this weekend, obviously. and um, Yeah. A lot, to think, a lot to think about. A lot to process, a lot to prepare for. Not that I know for what, but I'm just prepared maybe anyway. The listeners, maybe the listeners could hit us up at the, um, the read, R-E-I-D, pod at gmail.com. Just for some ideas to torture a buck on their buck party. Well, um, yeah, maybe. Set them through. <laughs> I don't, set them through. All, all ideas welcome. I'm not sure, you know. Like, I'm sure they've got better things to do, let's be honest. As yeah, for- I was actually, I was thinking of um, one of our good friend of the show's, um, <laughs> Craig's Bucks party. And when he got put in a dress for like two days, three days or whatever. I know, but the thing is, we all thought that was his torture, but he actually liked it. So we got that one wrong. He enjoyed it. Exactly. We got that one very wrong. So, yeah. And the problem is, is everyone's too mature, allegedly now. And I'm I'm not getting much. (laughs) Not getting much. no one's really coming along for the torture ride. I love it. I can tell you're a bit, <laughs> bit miffed that you haven't got any supporters. <laughs> totally miffed. I'm just, I feel, and you can't be the guy on the island that turns up with 10 strippers and, um, <laughs> and you know, a ball and, 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 and 10 mankinis and say, here we go, guys. Let's do this. Yeah, man. Yeah, let's do this. Well, and a bunch of. A bunch of mature adults just turn and look at you and say, "Oh gosh, this guy's stupid." <laughs> this so guy? immature. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, that's, I reckon that could be a good thing, man. Fire, oh, you know. <laughs> you know, you know, we can focus yeah. on the the good times and the conversations and the, you know, that's what it's all about. Not the. It is. It is. <laughs> well, One thing I was going to touch on after we spoke about Eminem quickly. Yeah. Um, talking about celebrating it, um, Mac Miller's new album, Swimming. Massive. Huge, great album. That, that is a hit. If you want to listen to a white rapper um, and you're not feeling Eminem. And that's not dissing another white rapper or just hating life. Yeah, and that's just I've great seen. flows and just incredible music. Listen to Mac Miller's new album, Swimming. Uh, that is off the hook. Absolutely vibing, big time. That's a good recommendation. We should do a recommendation at the end of these, you know? Yeah, every, we should. Every time. And I feel like we've been blessed in the hip-hop space. We've, we're only doing hip-hop at the moment on this show. I know. But uh, we, we've been getting some good hip-hop records. Like, people are putting out some seriously good stuff. Yeah, yeah. It seems to be a pretty, pretty good year for it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think that's all we got. Uh, this is a pre-Bucks party pod. Yeah. So we're going to – Wow. We should... We'll have a recap next Friday. Yes, yes. We'll do a debrief and um, like a, a debrief light as far as, you know, we can't go too deep into it. But... <laughs> oh, of course not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jeez. We want to get married and stay married. Yes, exactly. 
<laughs> no, we, we've got nothing. Oh, well, I don't know what we've got planned, so I can't comment. So. Oh, there's a fear. There is a fear. <laughs> All right, well, thanks for listening yes. to the Read Pod. Yeah, guys. And Stay safe. you can get it on the mailbag and subscribe, please. That's it. All right, guys, we'll see you next time. Have a good one, brother. See ya. Adios.